I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. Hi there. Have you seen Instagram of late? Well, if you haven't gone there, my suggestion would be to go there and check out, you know, your your feed. And then you'll suddenly see a minor tweak. The tweak is that you wouldn't see a Reels tab, but you'll see just a Videos tab. And yeah, if you click on the Videos tab, you'll see both Reels and longer form videos that you've got um, being uh, shown to you. Right? I'm talking of the profile page that you may have got. So if you haven't done Reels or videos on Instagram, then there won't be any change. But if you have, then you might end up saying, oh, this is all consolidated. Well, does the change of a feature change fortunes for Instagram or for any other company? Does a feature change actually make a difference? We are going to follow the interesting history of Instagram and figure out, you know, what it has done and whether it's going to succeed one more time. Let's go on this episode of Smarter with Sid. I mean, first of all, obviously on Smarter with Sid, what we try to do is build in some context. Then we look at first principles and how they work in Instagram's case. Then we look at any takeaways that we have if we are a creator or even if we are a consumer of Instagram or if we are a marketer considering Instagram for marketing, both organically as well as paid advertising wise. Is there some takeaway that we can get? So let's kind of dive into the context. And I think that looking at Instagram and its context is always a little dicey. Why do I say that? I say that because of the way in which Instagram has always kind of borrowed features, I would say, from its competition. So if I look at the way in which it started, it was a photo sharing app and it was a beautiful, simple thing which appealed to, uh, you know, mainly millennials and later on Gen Zers, but mainly millennials who took to it because it was a language that they understood. Clearly, Facebook was not something that they appreciated. What's on your mind was a little too cerebral and, you know, the text-heavy nature of Facebook wasn't particularly appealing to millennials. Millennials liked the photo-sharing nature of the, the app, right? And over a period of time, Instagram came under heavy pressure. So the heavy pressure first came from Snapchat. So clearly, they decided to borrow, I would say, or steal or whatever else you may want to call it, whatever word you use, I'm not going to judge you, don't judge me. They stole stories. Let's let's call a spade a spade. They stole stories and then stories suddenly became a feature of Instagram and it tended to work because people liked the way in which stories were integrated in Instagram. Of course, they were not as compelling as Snap's stories, yeah, but they were pretty decent because they filled in with the ethos that Instagram was trying to build. And the ethos was live your best life, you know, and stories were basically talking about best moments in, in uh, somebody's life. So clearly live your best life was still working if that was indeed the brand positioning. Then Instagram obviously was threatened by TikTok. So it decided to develop reels but before that it had done a very interesting experiment which was around IGTV remember so IGTV were those videos which were you know uh, kind of weird videos because they were not totally long form but they were they were having certain time duration limit and they were you know uh, not in a horizontal format so IGTV was a new thing but it never did take off and funnily enough 
I think IGTV was kind of shunned by a lot of users from Instagram who continued to look at it as not something wherein they're consuming content from. For that, they had YouTube. And that's what Instagram thought. So they were kind of in two minds about IGTV. Over a period of time, they quietly gave it a burial. Um, they kept videos though, and videos were not specifically, you know, uh, related to IGTV. They were just videos that you could upload and, and, you know, put it out there. But then another animal came that was TikTok and TikTok suddenly through the reels and through the wonderful algorithm that, you know, reels were working on, suddenly, you know, took the whole world by storm. And again, Instagram felt compelled to steal a feature from TikTok, created reels and we were now left wondering whether Reels is working. Reels was promoted incredibly heavily on Instagram and it seemed to be working and it seems to be working, to be fair to Instagram, even today. But clearly it is not working well enough. TikTok is no longer there in India, but who knows, it could always make a comeback if the government's policies towards TikTok change. But there have been other competitors uh, around TikTok's, uh, you know, sort of offering, which is like Moj and Takatak and, and stuff like that. But they were also focused on, you know, videos. Now that I've kind of scanned through the history of Instagram, we should be trying to understand what is Instagram actually up to? What were the first principles on which it was making changes and whether they were working for Instagram or not? Now, if I look at the plethora of changes that I just described, it was either inspired by competition and copying features that competition gave, um, you know, so stories and, and reels and, and stuff like that. Or it was trying to innovate for the generation that it was, it was being, uh, you know, Instagram was being used for. Uh, so therefore it had IGTV. Clearly their own innovations after the initial app, which was the photo sharing app that it had for the millennials, which was IGTV, did not work that well. Their thought was, okay, the younger people of a younger generation are going to look at vertical format, shorter, you know, uh, video formats. And then they that didn't really work. People were still moving to YouTube for consuming content, which is of a longer format. And then TikTok came and completely took over the shorter version of it and Instagram didn't know what to do with it. So Instagram has not particularly found a sort of a killer feature after its original set of features. Uh, it has found, uh, you know, uh, an ability to copy and uh, I guess stories and reels have worked somewhat for it, but there's no innovation or originality that has come through from Instagram in this aspect, right? So they may, they may be doing a lot of shopping and uh, social commerce, which is quite good and which is quite very well integrated. And you might also have uh, them do IG, uh, you know, uh, Instagram live, which is also good. It, it It's kind of a half innovation maybe, but None of them have actually been what we call killer features or killer apps. And this is where Instagram's issue really is. Because as a community, as the first community that has inhabited Instagram, I think the brand positioning in people's heads has been very clearly photo sharing of life's precious and, you know, rare and magical moments and, uh, you know, uh, personal branding uh, based on that. And if you look at videos and stuff like that, there's a there's an element of performance that comes into things. It's not as effortless as, as it is with, with photos, maybe. So therefore, there is a little bit of being it, it being forced. Stories are not like that. So stories work. Reels are okay, but then content creators are developing reels. 
And if you notice what's happening is that because you can now make things private on Instagram, it's quite likely that, you know, there's a very sharp divide on people who use Instagram just to stay connected to their community and otherwise content creators who are using Instagram to try and appeal to people who might be having private accounts. So it's a convoluted thing. Now, adding another feature or consolidating a feature and making videos into one tab is actually like rearranging the chairs on the deck of the Titanic. If the Titanic is about to hit an iceberg and going to sink, then I'm sorry, but this particular feature change is not going to help Instagram. Now, do I know that Instagram is in that kind of trouble that it can be compared to the Titanic? Not really. I think that the core learning that I have got is unless and until a feature is going to add value to the brand's positioning, that feature is just a me too, or that feature is just going to be forgotten by people who are using the app. And it'll just add to the clutter. So maybe by reducing it or by consolidating it, uh, you know, the uh, videos um, into into one sort of tab, maybe they're trying to make things simpler for the original community that inhabits Instagram. And maybe that might work. On the other hand, it also is a lesson saying, hey, if you are trying to build a product and if you're trying to build it based on the features that are going to differentiate it. Perhaps what you should do is focus on the community that is inhabiting you in the first place and then make changes if required. And trust me, this is not just about social media. It's not only about Instagram. This lesson holds true for, um, you know, physical uh, products and, uh, and offerings like maybe a restaurant. Maybe a restaurant gets old and venerable and suddenly is not frequented by the younger people anymore. It's probably because the younger people have found hipper and newer places to go to or they don't find the same place very attractive anymore. So what do you do? Do you add a feature to it or do you do something around the brand positioning? And now suddenly things become very clear. What Instagram should be doing is doubling down on its positioning and ensuring that the special experience that you get when you're on Instagram gets gets communicated. I think it's a communications game rather than a features game at this point in time for all of social media and certainly Instagram. If you look at maybe a TikTok, then I would say it's still a content creation thing. So that's a different story. But Instagram, with its consolidation of features, it's a two-week story. It's a two-week story, uh, rather uh, not a week, W-E-A-K, but two W-E-E-K story. It's going to, you know, just get buried. And I don't think it's going to have too much of an impact on Instagram's fortunes. Well, I hope you liked this analysis of Instagram and uh, happy to hear your comments. Uh, I hope you like this uh, particular episode of Smarter With Said. If you like please like, subscribe to this podcast. If you like and subscribe to this podcast, also do check out all the other stuff IVM's got. And and if you like me, I'm the traveling professor. I'm on LinkedIn and on Instagram so far. Yeah, do, do hook up with me over there. Cheers. <laughs>